0: Hey, We are in. We are recording. Hello. Hello. My name is Vicky. I'm Camden. We're nailing it. And uh, this is Grumpy Octopus uh, Productions presents Wachowski Watch.
1: Yes. (laughs) Wachowski! No! No. Every
0: time. Every time it's going to happen. It's important to let the loyal listeners know how to pronounce the Wachowski's name.
1: It's just like that.
0: Yes, with
1: Yes, there's a ski on the end.
0: Yeah, there is.
1: Wachow. It's not just for Chow.
0: Yeah, but it could be. I'm gonna say that as much as I can in the podcast, so it can't be edited out. So haha. Um, so a little bit about us: we are two people who really, really like watching films and discussing them, and we. We're watching the Wachowski films and discovered that we couldn't seem to stop discussing them. So we made a wee bit of a project out of it and decided to watch almost all their movies. And then I bullied you and said, hey, why don't we just record what we're talking about? Because mm-hmm. we're cool and organized like that. So this is uh, this is really just an experiment and we're going to see how it goes guess we should introduce the wachowskis
1: yes yes and we're also going to talk about the order of events yes that's that's pretty much it for this right yes
0: and then maybe briefly why we like them go for it
1: I, i can do it wachowskis are lily and lana wachowski and they are sibling directors that have been working together for about 20 years now Always directing together with one exception but we will get there but in general they are a single unit at all times and no one can even really tell who's doing what
0: yeah so we're going to cover nine of their films they've done a, like a lot of other stuff as well but we're going to focus on the big ones so nine films and then two seasons of a Netflix TV show which just got cancelled and I'm super sad about it mildly devastated because i was kind of hoping it would just turn to a sense ain't podcast so hopefully by we'll be doing that one last because that was their latest project yeah Um. so hopefully by the time we get to that they will have more new projects for us to watch so let's list off what we'll be covering uh, go back and forth i can go first okay go for it
1: so the first movie and uh, we'll be doing individual episodes for each movie and then shifting to uh, episode per episode of TV Mm -hmm. strategy when we get to Sense8. So the first one will be about their first movie, which is Bound, which came out in 1996, and was one of the most acclaimed movies, actually. Shot on a shoestring budget before their second movie, which is not that.
0: Their second movie, I was going to make a joke and be like, it's a little (laughs) indie film, but who are we kidding? It is the one, the only, The Matrix, which came out in 99. Except there are three of them. There are three of them, yes. This is the first in the trilogy. The second is The Matrix Reloaded. Third one's Matrix Revolutions. Both of those came out in 2003. And then... Kind of between them, there's the Animatrix, which is nine shorts that deal with the world of the Matrix, so events that take place before, after, and between, during. There's some stuff that goes down in those shorts.
1: Well, we'll see how how long that is.
0: Yes, we might have to split that up.
1: But uh, after the Wachowskis were done with all that Matrix stuff, they uh, moved on to V for Vendetta, which they did not direct, Correct. But uh, they produced and were the writers of the adapted screenplay for it. And and they actually did do some second unit directing. Yes. And in general were very involved with it. And also would work with many of the people involved in it before and after. Yes. And that came out in 2006. It did. And uh, I think quite a lot of people probably... Even think they directed it, so we might as well talk about it. But
0: we are gonna, yes, we are gonna talk about it. The next one is a cult classic, Speed Racer, which came out in 2008. Didn't get super good reviews upon its initial release, but now
1: has been vindicated now and is widely regarded as a modern classic.
0: Yes, by yours truly.
1: By at least (laughs) all of the people that liked it originally.
0: Yes, yeah, hey, hey. I'm super stoked to talk about that one. I mean, I'm excited about all of them, but that one I usually don't stop talking about, so. No. And then the other one that Camden doesn't stop talking about is their next movie.
1: Cloud Atlas. Mm Mm-hmm. Which came out in 2012, and you may or may not know, but those last three are all adaptations, by the way. Yeah. Between The Matrix and their next movie that we will mention, Mm. uh, (laughs) they did not make any completely Mm. original movies. They were in the adaptation business. Yes. Until they finally rebounded in 2015. Yes. With their most original work.
0: The modern classic, Jupiter Ascending, which not a lot of people liked except for, like, you and me and maybe a small core of dedicated followers so that one's going to be a yes, really jupiter
1: ascending <laughs> jupiter ascending is not yet regarded no. as uh as a classic mm. but you know it's only like been speed out racer we might for have to two give years it time. Yeah. so i'm sure within the next seven or eight or 20 uh, everyone will feel really bad about what they said back yeah, in 2015 i feel
0: so bad about Channing Tatum and his boots
1: yeah we'll, we'll get there yeah we'll, get, we'll there.
0: get there i'm super stoked to talk about it and then we're gonna shift gears because they haven't made any films since as of now On this date that we are recording. In Uh, the
1: future, you may listen to this and and think that's inaccurate. That is true. But you must remember that it's not our fault because we're in 2017. It is true. Just marking the date there. Yeah,
0: there you go, folks. Well,
1: what did they cover? What did they cover after Jupiter Sending?
0: After Jupiter Sending that same year in 2015, they released a show on Netflix with another director who they worked on, V for Vendetta, I believe.
1: Yes, he was involved. Yes, so as well as uh, the co-director of Cloud Atlas, I suppose yes. it would have been worth mentioning, perhaps, Whoopsies. that Cloud Atlas was co-directed. Yes, but you know we can get to all we these will, nuances. We will, yeah, for sure, get into in all of that.
0: But it's important to note that they they do tend to like to work with a lot of the same people they do. if they can, and so it's kind of fun to see what different projects people end up on. But for their Netflix TV series. Sense8, it was released in, the first season was 2015, yeah, they had that. a Christmas special 2016, and then their most recent <laughs> and final season, yes. season is, uh, season 2 came out this year, 2017.
1: That's all for that. Yes. But...
0: Yay, we did it, the list.
1: That's that's the list. That's all that's we the got. Plan. <laughs> we did it. Uh, I don't know if we want to discuss anything or leave it all for the individual episodes.
0: I don't know. I feel like we should briefly say why we like the Wachowskis. I think okay. it might help. Okay. Why don't we'll you see. go first?
1: Okay, because it's just gonna
0: go really well. So I am a fan of the Wachowskis because, despite being the creators of the Matrix trilogy. And having this huge hit of The Matrix which was you know iconic and kind of a huge pop culture phenomenon that permeated not just like film industry but just you know the way we talk about films it's just it was an insane level of attention they're always kind of considered underdogs they are very innovative both with like their storytelling the content and they're just fun I mean it's clear that they they take their work very seriously but the work itself is not always serious it's just kind of entertaining and inventive and I like that about them because they're always kind of pushing the limit best they can and they always seem a little bit ahead of the curve and so it's fun to watch their films and then have everybody else kind of play catch-up what
1: well, about you? Well, uh, <laughs> I feel like I can say a different thing whenever I'm asked this question. Nice. But right now what I'm thinking is I, I like them because they're so unique, and big reason for that is that they're some of the only directors that are trying to make films that are, you could say, both highbrow and lowbrow, mm-hmm. sort of. <laughs> uh, That's for sure. Yeah, they have very lofty ideas, typically, that they try to throw in. But at the same time, they also like to make big, sometimes dumb, (laughs) action-explosion nonsense. And uh, they don't see any reason those things shouldn't be combined, whereas uh, many movies do not seem to agree with that philosophy, and there's a feeling that the heady stuff should be left to those sorts of movies, and the fun stuff should be in the action movies. And they don't seem to agree. And uh, also, their movies are just very ambitious. Yes, they are very sincere, despite our culture tending to have a lot of irony <laughs> yes. uh, these days. You know, a lot of uh, a lot of big blockbusters, for example. You know, superhero movies lately. I like a lot of them, but they undercut themselves a lot of the time on purpose. So people won't think they're cheesy, you know they, they poke fun of themselves all the time and Pachowski's mm. for better or worse do not really tend to do this. Oh they They believe fully <laughs> in themselves. yes, you know they are, they are cheesy and it it's just different above anything else. Mm. they uh, they are always themselves and they don't have any interest in compromising. Yeah, yeah, and compromising or trying to m- make people who might be resistant to that sort of cheesiness feel better. By you know poking, f- well, they poke fun at themselves. Yeah. Do you know what I mean. By yeah, uh,
0: they they're not interested in pleasing the audience. Y-
1: yeah, th- well they they don't they don't need to say like wasn't that ridiculous. Yeah, uh, we can all laugh at that. We don't have to take it seriously. They they refuse to do that with any of their work. They they do take it all seriously, even when it is funny mm. and lighter because they can do that uh, they just don't ever treat it with anything less than respect they think it deserves i guess you could say boom so that those are some reasons
0: yes some of i'm sure we many reasons to... can be given yes for a each lot individual more. M- movie indeedy i think we've done it i'm super pleased we should probably sign off or okay reintroduce ourselves yes okay. uh you, you go this was vicky this
1: was camden
0: we are grumpy octopus and we will be talking to you guys soon Bye.
1: Bye.
0: Ciao. None <laughs> of that. All the time. It's gonna happen. <laughs> if you guys liked our show, please let us know. You can write in reviews on Apple Podcast, and also feel free to contact us on our main website. That one is GrumpyOctopusProductions.com. That I'll link you up to all of our social media. You can follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook, and you can reach out to us at our email account. That is grumpyoctopusproductions at gmail.com. I think we're sensing a bit of a trend here. (laughs) Um, Also on the website, you guys can check out all of our episode and production notes, and fun little extras as well. So, as always, thanks for listening, loyal listeners. Alrighty, signing off.